0: Hello everyone, Carter here bringing you another episode of Out of the Hourglass presented by Nolan Consulting Group, a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners and contractors visualize their goals, develop their teams, and build sustainable growth so that business operations don't run solely through them. We want to get business owners out of the hourglass. On today's episode, we're talking to members of our team about some of the different content they listen to, whether it's podcasts, audiobooks, or something else. Stick around for more on that from Molly. Thanks for listening, and as always, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Enjoy the show!
1: Thanks, Carter. Today we wanted to do something a little bit different. Similar to the book club episode we recently released on First Break All the Rules, which gave us an informal chance to share our company insights and discussion takeaways. Today, we're sharing with our listeners what else we're listening to here on the NCG team, especially when it comes to podcasts and Audible. There's an enormous amount of resources, podcast channels, outlets, and media that we're surrounded by every day. So how do you possibly sort through that mass? Quick hint, our next book is Rocket Fuel by Geno Wickman and Mark Winters. Highly recommend. Our coaches have already read and we're actually doing a reread. So this might actually resonate with you. Most of the books that we've read or listened to or the podcasts that we've personally subscribed to have been through word of mouth. Friends, family, colleagues, who shared and told us what they're listening to because they love it. So we wanted to do the same. Over the last few weeks, I've popped into conversations with Brian Nolan, Kevin Nolan, and Captain Freeman to hear what they're currently loving. Have a recommendation for us please share. We are always striving to keep ourselves sharp with new information and bouncing ideas off one another. And who also doesn't want to be entertained? What is making you laugh right now, letting you escape the stress of life for a little bit? We need that, and podcasts and Audible can help us. It's important to note that we're also going to be crossing the lines here in sharing with you all what is both personally and professionally inspiring us. So to kick us off, I'll share a few. One of my favorites right now is NPR's How I Built This, hosted by Guy Raz. How I Built This is a podcast about the greatest innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists, and the stories behind those movements that they built. Each episode is a narrative journey marked by triumphs, failures, serendipity, and insight, told by the founders of some of the world's best-known companies and brands, Guy talks to entrepreneurs that created Dropbox, Wayfair, Lululemon, Dyson, Yelp, and more. I'm especially enjoying his resiliency series right now. Guy talks to owners about how they've adapted and handled the pandemic. It's pretty clear that not one industry or business operation has been spared. We've all been forced to creatively rework and rethink our future and operations. On a lighter note, I'm also enjoying Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Dax, alongside with his co-host Monica, interviews activists, musicians, writers, celebrities. He really dives in and captures the unique point of view of his guests, or as he calls them, the bona fide experts. It's funny, intriguing, eye-opening, often some very humbling conversations, with people like Bill Gates, Melissa McCarthy, Leslie Odom Jr., Glennon Doyle, and more. It's with folks who really cover the spectrum. I also don't want to forget some others in the industry who are producing some great work right now. We have Paint Radio by the American Painting Contractor Magazine. You may have heard us featured on some other Mission Vacation series podcasts in the the past. Uh, We love the team at APC and the work that they're doing. We'd also want to uh, give a quick shout out to the Paint Ed podcast by the PCA, the Company Cam podcast, and Estimate Rocket Radio, all of whom are sharing great ideas and connecting with experts in their fields. Remember, we all do better when we learn from each other, so let's get sharing. Next up, let's see what Brian and Kevin have to say.
2: All righty, Ma. Thanks a lot. You know, um, as a uh, consultant, I, I've got to keep it fresh and I feel like I've got to uh, keep ahead of uh, customers. Uh, so uh, anytime a, a client of mine recommends something, a book, I grab it like that day on, on Audible. But, I you know, do the same. Yeah, I do the yeah. same because you got, you keep it fresh. Sometimes it's, it's the same content, but maybe just explain differently and through a, a story, um, I you know I uh, my uh, favorite podcast is uh, one by uh, Patrick Lencioni's uh, group. It's called uh, "At the Table," um, and uh, actually just listening to one yesterday, uh, it was called "Your Work Genius," and he's talking about a book he's writing that he describes the six types of geniuses at, at work and how to surround yourself with with those people. But if you're on this, I hope you l- listen to Paint Radio. Uh, that's the American Painting Contractor Magazine. Uh, we have a lot of uh, podcasts on there also. I-, I love to fill my mind with guys like Jocko Willick. Um, he talks about, you know, the guy who wrote um, Extreme Ownership. Um, and The Dichotomy of Leadership. And the Dichotomy of Leadership is a book that's a follow-up to that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but, you know, I-, I also state that my, my team, um, Now it does a book club, so every month uh, we pick a different book, and then we debrief it and try and tease out takeaways. We we just finished doing, I think my my favorite. Management book of all time. Uh, First break all the rules. Yeah, I, I always say the uh, E Myth is the best book on systems. First <coughs> break all the rules is the best on management. Incidentally, overall.
3: I've read both of those books for the for multiple times. I both read them again this past summer. Um, First break all the rules is absolutely amazing book. Written in 1999, it's seminal. There's so many takeaways. It's unbelievable. And then about uh, three weeks ago, I read the E-Myth again, and I'm like, this stuff is gold. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I actually read books over again, um, listen to them. I listen to books, so that makes it a lot easier. Right now, I'm listening to Traction again. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that'll be my third time. Um, the There's lessons every time I read it. There's takeaways, and there's things that I I go. go I never why did I that? do I that? Gotta I got to do that, that, that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And then, the, then the follow-up to to that book is is really specifically rocket fuel. Right, rocket fuel. Yeah. That's about the visionary integrator, which is it's rocket fuel when a visionary finds an integrator, uh, and every business owner should have an integrator. Yeah, frankly, so a lot of
3: visionaries never find an integrator, they don't, and, and they end up
2: trying to do it themselves, and they, and don't, they, they, don't, they,
3: they, don't, they don't get don't as far. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I, looked at, I was just looking at my book list on Audible, and I've, I've read a lot of books this year. I, I, I must admit I've been using it as an escape, um, as a way to channel um, my thoughts in a positive direction, which is a good escape. But um, some of the books that I've uh, really enjoyed this year, uh, in addition to the ones I just mentioned, was Profit First. We've talked oh, about yeah, that. great book. That was a game changer for me um, at, at this stage. And then... Um, The next five steps, yeah. Next five five moves. Next five moves. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that, and I've, I've actually um, given that book as a gift to a lot of people. That's by uh, Patrick Bet David. Yeah, yeah, A younger person would really, would really do well to, to get their act together and think in the way he thinks, Um, because it's just, it's just such. These are success factors that are common to almost all the books that I read where first you decide what it is that you want and then you decide how you're going to get there and you, you list the steps and make the lifestyle changes and habit changes. It sounds simple, um, and it is when you get your yeah. simple thinking and clarity around it. There
2: it is. Keep it fresh. Keep it real. Thanks. Thank you.
1: Catherine, thanks for uh, jumping in to give us some of your podcasts and Audible or article recommendations. How are you? I'm great today, and how are you, Molly? I'm well. What are you listening to these days, both personally and professionally, that you want to share? You know,
4: it's um, I. I feel like this is such a an interesting. It's a, such an interesting question, um, and and when you first challenged the consulting group to narrow it down, I thought, oh my gosh, I. I don't listen to a lot of stuff. I mean, I read books for work and I read books for pleasure or I listen to things for work or I listen to things for pleasure. There's really no like in middle or in between place. But there actually is once I sat back and breathed a little bit. Um, there actually are a couple of things that I'm referring to that even uh, maybe cross over from one area to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reminded really where I started this sort of... Um, uh, you know, listening or, or the acquisition of knowledge piece were with TED Talks. And, you know, um, so for those maybe who don't know what TED Talks are, TED Talks are um, uh, the, they started in 1984 and they, they're a collection of people who are experts in an area and have been invited to present on those experts. Um, it was a one-off conference uh, in 1984, and since then has really taken on a life of its own. So TED actually stands for Technology, Education, and Design. And so you find so many different topics available. So, Molly, you and I were you know, texting back and forth about the lineage meteor showers that were happening just recently. Yes, we were. You can go on to TED Talk and... Learn about meteor showers. Um, you can also go on and find a TED Talk about professional presentation. Uh, Brian actually sent out. Do you, I don't know if he sent this to you. It was probably about two years ago. Amy Cuddy, who is a sociologist, yes, did it, right. And I, you know, so to go to run the gamut from learning just about meteor showers to knowing that you've got a resource for professionally presenting in front of a large group. Um, I just found that one to be pretty interesting. Uh, the ones that I've really are, are um, most interested in, funnily enough, are also on their you know top 25. Mm-hmm. There's a a Brown one that's really, really good. Um, there's that Amy Cuddy one that I referred to, professional presentation. Um, there's also a Simon Sinek one from- Oh, that's a good um, one. That's the reason of why, right? Right, right. The why behind everything? Right, and you know we we talk about that. It it relates to writing your vision out. It relates it relates to the culture that you um, have in your business. And it's the so, purpose, right? It is. It's really yeah. And
1: I, I love TED talks because you can both. Well, one, I know that there's a TED podcast, so you can listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also go on both their website, YouTube channel, and you can. Watch people present their TED talks, and these are they are these are masters in their craft, and they are so well prepared to give this presentation. And they're generally an hour. They're, they're, they're shorter ones, but some yeah. are also like an hour plus. And these, yeah. these people are just so. I mean, they're they they're just very well prepared. They're experts,
4: right? I
1: actually,
4: I read a book about delivering a TED talk. Um, uh, you know, in terms of professional presentations, so giving presenting material, um, the book recommends for every minute of presentation that you have, you work on it for an hour just the delivery.
0: So those wow. people
4: who are delivering 18 minutes is like their their preferred time frame for giving a TED talk. So okay. you you're right, there are some that are an hour long and they're more expository, but for that 18 minute TED talk presentation. Excuse me for that presentation. is eighteen minutes. Um, so imagine devoting twenty hours to just the presentation of it. Never mind the knowledge acquisition. Yeah, I always find that to be pretty. That's cool. it,
1: that's actually really impressive.
4: Um, now, uh, what what I I was watching a uh, uh, a little blurb, uh, a little TED Talk, um, one of the smaller, more information rent transmissions a couple of weeks ago that started beat down a rabbit hole. Um, So just one that I, that is of interest to me, it was on sneakers. Um, And I don't know if anybody has um, heard about the Jeff Goldblum TV show, but he's got a TV show called the world according to Jeff Goldblum, Okay. which if you want, if you, if you're a Jeff Goldblum fan, or even if you just like esoteric knowledge, this is a TV show that I would highly recommend taking a look at uh, the one that I'm referring to is about the development of sneakers and um, what an elite runner needs out of a sneaker is different from what a tennis pro needs out of a sneaker, right. the construction of them, like that kind of information is always fun. It is fascinating because it's, it's a whole world that you just have
1: really no knowledge of. Right. And to see the intricacies of the development process and how long it takes for you know, one sneaker from the beginning of the thought process to the actual release, to the distribution to the public is extraordinary.
4: Right. And I, I didn't know for example- It's like just
1: a sneaker, but there's so much right. into that.
4: Right, it's just a sneaker. And you might, sit, you might think that somebody's actually, or even machines, are constructing a, a sneaker all at the same place but they're not they're actually only the swoosh right the swoosh on yeah. a nike sneaker that is one entire piece that's handled in a one factory
1: <laughs> it, it reminds me of and our audience might not entirely relate to this so some of us um the movie the devil wears prada i know you've oh, seen yeah. that when she talks yeah. about it's just a blue sweater it's just a blue sweater. It's just, well, why? why do we care so much? Just a blue sweater. And then, oh, I'm blanking on her name, but the, um, the magazine editor, um, what's her name in real life? What's, who's the oh. actress? I can't remember. Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, yeah. who just, who doesn't love Meryl Streep? She goes on and it's Anne Hathaway is the other character and basically says that blue sweater came from this place, which came from that place. The concept came from this place so many thousands of people were involved in the concept of just that blue sweater.
4: Well, you know, I, I guess, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, you know, for me, that's like, why do some of our painting contractors only want to use Purdy brushes? A brush is a brush is a brush, right? Well, it's not. And where it's created, how it's created, the craftsmanship that actually goes into it, the the actual analysis of why these bristles are going to be better for this medium. Like that's, that's fascinating. Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah. And then, and the company behind it and what, you know, what, what they stand for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got so go, we went to a little bit of a rabbit hole there, but yeah, that's, you know, but that just shows us where Ted
4: talks can take us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, on a, on a personal level um, you know, for, for those of you, I mean, I, I love to laugh. Uh, one of the podcasts that I listen to, and it is a uh, acquired taste is Mac is Mark Marin. And he's got something called WTF, um, which is exactly what it sounds like WTF. Um, they are longer in nature. They, they tend to be anywhere from an hour and 15 to an hour and a half. So you've got to devote some listening space to it. Mm-hmm. I find you know, if I'm sitting down and I'm creating budgets, it's easier for me to have something playing in the background, whether it's music or whether it's a podcast, um, so that it creates the little bubble so that I can focus on building a budget or working a series of spreadsheets. So I really do appreciate that. Um, But one of the other things that that I love about the job that I do is that I'm constantly having clients make recommendations about things that they find powerful and informative. And in fact, I was, we were on a mastermind call yesterday and one of um, our clients, Scott Sheldon, mentioned a podcast called Bigger Pockets. Now I've not listened to it, but I just wrote it down, right? I wrote it down. When I have a little bit of extra time, I'll be taking a look at it. Um, or another another client, uh, Cornelius from Clean Lines, He he's always recommending podcasts or um, books or even TV shows. That are uh, professionally enriching. Um, he's a big fan of the profit guy, um, and has on and has you know he's taken some of those things that he's listened to and read and made use of them in his business. So I think as a you know as a medium, it can be enriching, whether it's soul enriching by making you laugh or whether it's you know intellectually enriching by making you evaluate your business better.
1: I, I absolutely agree with you. And I, I do think, um, you know, you just said asking people what they're listening to the main way people learn about podcasts is through their friends and their, and their right. peers and their colleagues. Um, it's that referral. I really enjoy listening to this. I think you actually might like it. The podcast world. Otherwise it's very, very crowded. There's so many things oh to, my gosh. to listen to. So being able to kind of delve in and find, you know, amongst the mass, you know, which ones you'll like, Ask your friends, listen to, yeah. listen, you know, out of the Hourglass podcast, we have to plug that, um, of our own, but Catherine, one for you that I actually might recommend, um, it's called Smartless. Okay. It's, an, it's a new podcast, um, that just came out. So it's Smartless and it's, um, hosted by Jason Bateman, Will Arnett oh. and Sean Hayes. oh. oh. They started it um, this past summer, you know, they were all home basically, you know, trying to figure out and keep their mind stimulated with, you know, this COVID world. And they got got themselves busy. They created this podcast. Basically the concept is one of them brings on a guest for each podcast. The other two don't know who that guest is. They may have met that guest in the past, maybe not. Uh, But so they go into it not being smart about who the guest is. They have no preparation. So they want to the get, they want to learn about the guest in that moment. And it's very funny. They all, they have such good banter. They're all friendly. Uh, they bring on friends of theirs. Uh, Conan O'Brien was just on, and it was maybe one of the funniest episodes they've done to date. So highly recommend if you're looking just for that kind of soul enriching, funny right. podcast, but also right. they're very, very smart folks. So you're also kind of learning about how they um, interact and intellectually kind of go, to, go about their, their own
4: days. Uh, right. And, and kind of creative process. So highly recommend. I, I wrote it down. So I, I will met, definitely take a look. Awesome. I think that that's, you know, some of them are shorter in nature. Some of them are longer in nature for sure. Um, but my thought is if you can get one little nugget out of uh, a 20 minute listen or a 60 minute listen, whether that nugget is something you would practically use in your business or whether that little nugget is going to mean it's, you know, it's instead of Monday being a you know, a down on the dumps kind of day. It's actually a fun day. Like One little nugget in each of those pieces is going to enrich your life. It's a yep. worthwhile investment.
1: And those that are longer, listen to it in 20 minute chunks. There's no need. I mean, it'll, it'll still be there when you return, just hit pause and come right on back. Right. So um, <laughs> right. yeah, you're right. It's that one little nugget, whether it's professionally inspiring or sparks some personal joy, take it.
4: Yeah. Awesome. Catherine. Thank you. Well, I- thank you. Thanks for doing this. This was uh. This was a a, a fun kind of thing to organize around, um, you know, what we are, how how we're getting to be better at what we do.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business consulting firm with coaches located around the country, Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd like to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.